This is the podcast where you come alive to your own exclusive magic and find strategies to work that magic in the real world in a way that feels authentic and exciting and inspired and lucrative (laughs) and fun. I'm your coach, Bethany Shipley, and this is The Bethany Shipley Show. Hello, hello, friend. I have a brand new cup of coffee right in front of me. I'm so excited to drink it. I'm so excited to chat with you today. I have a little bit of like a raspy voice because the cool air and the crisp air is starting to just change the whole environment and my respiratory system is still getting used to it. So hopefully it's not too um, nasally for you. Um, but yeah, it's been a really fun season. I love fall. I love October, which is when I'm recording this and I love November. I love the holidays. I love the cozy time. We just, I just got the kids clothes and my clothes switched out from summer short sleeves, shorts over to cozy clothes. And I just love it. It's my favorite. Um, and then this weekend is my half marathon, which I've been training for, for several months now. I'm really nervous. I'm really excited. I keep telling myself it's okay if I don't run it fast, like I'm not, I don't have a time goal. I'm not trying to crush it. I'm just trying to finish. So, so that's where we're at. That's where I'm kind of at personally is just a physically kind of chill week and getting prepped for the weekend. Um, yeah. So I, I want to share something that's been on my mind and kind of a tendency that my brain has. This might not be a tendency that you have. And if it's not, hopefully you can take in this information and share it with someone who maybe does think more like me. I think I I ask myself pretty often, is it nature or is it nurture? Why did I end up this way? Why did I end up with this achievement, with this like desire of achievement, this like unrelenting determination in my spirit to be seen as a success and to feel like a success? And to have the qualification that the only way I would be feeling like a success is if I'm seen like a success, which has been the greatest curriculum in my life, because of course, that's not a, that's not a beautiful way to live. It's a great element and it's brought me some great things, but it's not the defining uh, perspective or paradigm that I want in the world. And so if you feel the same way, I'm guessing you're an Enneagram three. (laughs) I think it's like our lot in life to learn that our worthiness is inherent. It's not from what we do. It's not from what we can achieve. It's not what we can produce. It's not how we're seen, but it is because we were created. My daughter, Lennon, to kind of reinforce this message, my daughter, Lennon, um, she brought home this little artwork that she had done at school. And it was a, it was a, um, I don't know, a project based on figuring out what makes you unique. And so she wrote on her paper, it says, what makes me unique is dot, 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 dot. That's what was printed on the paper. And she drew a picture of herself and she wrote created, (laughs) K-R-E-A-T-E-B, because she's struggling to know her Bs and Ds, created, creative. And I just loved that. I thought that's exactly what I, that's exactly what I needed to hear. I am unique because I was literally created. And so this desire to find this perfect 
Venn diagram between what I'm born with, what I'm good at, and what the world needs in creating a career that feels enlightening and amazing. And that career may shift through the seasons. Speaking for all of us here, not not just me, I love this podcast because I interview people who I feel like have found that magic for themselves. They're contributing in a way in the world that they're lit up about and also it just feels good. They love it. They're passionate about it. And my vision and desire is that this podcast ends up being a source of inspiration for people who maybe haven't found that perfect connection. And so I would say when I started the podcast, it was really with the perspective of I'm going to find people who are working and living in their magic, and I'm going to interview them in hopes that it could spark someone else's idea about maybe that career being for them, or maybe just hearing someone who's inspired could be, it it is, not could be, it is always inspiring for other people to listen to that. I don't care if it's like someone who's, you know, a, a potato farmer in Idaho and they're lit up about their job. If I listen to that, even though we all know I don't want to be a potato farmer, at least I know that. Maybe you don't know that. I know that. I love being with people. I love interacting. I love engaging and connecting. And that's kind of more my style than being, um, you know, being a farmer. However, my husband would love being a potato farmer in Idaho. But anyway, my whole point is if I was listening to someone who is extremely lit up and inspired and passionate about that, it would only inspire me because inspiration begets inspiration. <laughs> When I was a kid, we read the King James Bible, Bible, <laughs> and um, that was what was, you know, in front of me a lot. And there were a lot of begets in there. So I always have to throw that in there as a like a little joke in honor to my past. But um, so so the idea of this podcast is and was to create inspiration for people who maybe feel like they have something more to offer or they want to give in a different way. But what has happened for me in this process of interviewing people and listening to people, and most specifically in the last interview I did with Dr. Edie Wadsworth, where she mentioned that she doesn't align with the idea that, you know, people are born for one specific career, one specific job, but that they can show up as their fullest selves in whatever career or job they have in front of them. That idea has resonated with me and it has been festering in me. And so I've been playing a little game with myself and I wanted to share this game with you here today because I think it's really helpful for people who maybe have this tendency to want an identity, who, who want to find themselves as a radical success inside of an identity, whether that be you know, in motherhood, being a mom or in their career or as a coach or in network marketing or, you know, like whatever career I know I'm, it it doesn't matter what it is, but like craving to have an identity, um, then I think this could be really helpful for you. So Dr. Edie said, you know, if you were to give me a job at the home and garden center in Lowe's, I would bring my full, I would have so much fun with that. I would bring my full loving, kind, joyful, whatever self to that role and I would give and I would love it. And that got me thinking how, okay, so pause. I know this is kind of a little bit all over the place, but hopefully you can hang with me. I was having a conversation with someone who I love dearly the other day and they were talking about how they have to make more money. They're just like frantic. Like I have to make more money. I have to make a name for myself. I have to 
have a career that is like powerful or whatever. And I, I said, ah, hold on. I love that idea because I'm also in that curriculum. I'm also in that course in life. That's also my human, um, study, I guess what I'm learning too. But I like to think of Rick Rubin's book, The Creative Act, and his example of the bees and how the bees are swarming around. They're doing what they feel inclined to do, and they don't even know what a major part they play. They don't have, we don't think, the consciousness to understand that if they didn't do their job of pollinating, then a lot of our crops would be suffering and there'd be a huge issue if there were no bees. And in fact, there's major money being shoved into the preservation of bees right now because of this exact thing. So bees, they just follow their inclination. They're born to do this thing. They do it. They don't think too much about it. They just go with what feels right. And instead of framing our career questions in a way that's like, oh my gosh, I want to make something of myself and I want to be, you know, making a lot of money. What if we literally just followed the intuition that we have of what we want to create, what we want to do, what we want to participate in, how we want to give and the gifts and the magic and the skills and the, I guess I wouldn't say skills because that's something that can be created, but the gifts that are born in you, that are just the way you are, that is unable to be replicated exactly how it is for you, that piece of you can be taken into any career. That piece of you can be taken into any job, any role, any, and, and, and that is so much more powerful of an identity than something outside of you. And so I kind of was sharing with this person, like, I would prefer to create a world where we all encourage each other to live from our intuition and live from our natural desires and not take careers and put them on some sort of totem pole and add one career higher than another and not make the salary of that job be determined, be a determining factor in how valuable it is. Because I'll tell you something right now. This is one of my biggest beefs with myself in the past. One of the things that I'm so grateful I have been able to reshift and granted it feels like I've been through a meat grinder personally to get here, but I used to stand on stages and say things like residual income and freedom and you know, you want to work from the beach, work from anywhere and I see it all over Instagram right now. It's like create a course so you don't have to lift a finger, you can lay on your you lay on your bed and make money. And that feels really exciting to people. But I think if we get down deeper into a deeper level of mindset, I don't think that's healthy. I don't think it's healthy to want to escape your life in order in, in order to still make things in flow. The rat race, as we call it, the rat race is a mindset. Someone can be working a job, working, I've seen, I've seen people who work 12 hours a day. And they choose the level of passion that they bring to it. And they choose the level of energy that they bring to it. And they don't make it mean anything that it's not. They don't, they don't play victim to their life. It, it's interesting because I, you know, my husband started a company in February, a handyman company, and it's been amazing to watch him do what he bring his full loving, connecting 
amazing genius, creative engineer brain, kind personality, um, dreamer creative to that role. And when he goes into somebody's house, it's so much bigger than just fixing a door frame or, you know, installing a sump pump or whatever it is that he's doing. It's so much bigger than that because he's bringing himself, his gifts, his light to that. Now, could he look at his life and say, I want to be a full-time farmer. This is now, this handyman business is like, draining me. He could have that perspective, but instead he's creating a belief around what he's doing. That's like, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to go into these people's homes and serve in this way. And I'm building a company and I have a long-term vision and I have hope around what I'm building. And I have employees that I plan to be able to support and, and fund their families and um, employ great people. And create this vision of the farm in the future. And he, I feel like because of his perspective, he goes out of our doors every day with just like light beaming from him. And I know I talk about him a lot because he really is such an inspiration to me. And I think my brother-in-laws are pretty much sick and tired of me tooting his horn, but it's like that audio, that reel right now where it's like, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but toot, toot. (laughs) That's how I feel about Eli. He's just a light and I want the whole world to know him. So I'll keep talking about him. And I don't even know if he listens to my podcast. So jokes on him if he misses this. (laughs) Eli, if you listen to this, you owe me a foot rub, okay? Um, Anyway, my whole point is that it is the person, the awareness inside of us. It's not the body of us. It's the the awareness, the spirit inside of us that we get to bring to every interaction that we have. Being with our children, being at a job, being in a business, being in a relationship. That That is the magic of how we show up in the world, not based on an identity. Now, of course, there's going to be times where we take a 30,000 foot view of our life and say, Ooh, and you know what would be really fun? I'd like to work here, or I'd like to do this, or I'd like to learn this. And we're going to create our schedule and we're going to form our time in a way that works for us in that way. But what we don't have to do is demonize something that we're, that we're leaving or we're moving away from. We don't have to create it to be lower. We don't have to create where we're going to seem higher or more elevated or more successful. It's just purely desire. And I think this is really important because speaking to my past self, when I were to preach this message of residual income or, you know, you you can build a business and create something that's going to last a lifetime and you won't have to lift a finger about it or you'll, you know, create a life you don't need a, that you don't need a vacation from. That was a mantra that I lived because deep down in my heart, I thought that there, I, I don't know what I thought, but I didn't understand the value that each role played in our community. And I, I started thinking about this a few years ago when the, in 2020, the word bartering kept coming up. I think that happens a lot when people get afraid money financially, you know, what could we barter? Like I have eggs and you have skills and, you know, you have chiropractic skills and we could trade and this idea. And really what money is, one of the things that money is, 
is a tool to effectively barter in the world around us. It's a system that creates that to be fair. And so I think we, I guess, I guess there, there got some lines crossed for me mentally (laughs) that I don't think was a good line crossing. Maybe a little electrocution happened there. Some lines crossed for me where I thought that the more that someone got paid, it meant the more value they were bringing in the marketplace. Well, I don't think that's necessarily true. Some jobs pay less than others, financially speaking. Maybe it has to do with value, but maybe it's just the way that, you know, we are structured at the time. I don't know about you, but I don't know how much money like trash truck drivers get or earn. But that's one of the most valuable jobs in our society. I I know teachers don't get paid very much as far as like compared to some other jobs that are way easier. Teachers like looking at what they do, they work from sun up to sundown, literally, and they're not they they don't they don't get they don't get rewarded financially. There's a lot of different philosophies on this. And I think in network marketing, where the world that I came from in network marketing, we created this, if you want to make more money, bring more value. That's just not, um, there's, there's strategic ways to make more money. I don't align with that anymore, that it's more value. The value that a stay-at-home mom brings to her child when she's giving all day long and meeting the emotional needs and physical needs of another human being and she's not getting rewarded for that financially. She may be getting re- rewarded for that emotionally, may may or may not. I don't know. That's that that would be so sad of us to say that that is not valuable to society. She's literally raising the next generation. So, I guess, you know, this is what I love about life. One of the things I love about life is that we can come back and say, "Oh my gosh, I I used to preach this and I used to think this and now I really don't align with that. <laughs> and that's that's kind of what I'm doing here is I'm saying we have to acknowledge each other in a community sense. And, and the first step of that starts with us not finding our identity in what we do, but choosing that the person, uh, I wouldn't even say the person because that's almost the human element, but like the spirit in us, the inspired nature the inspirited nature inside a human being is what we have to offer in the world around us. And whether that's to a cashier that you're checking out with, or that is your children, or that is a job or a career, that's the magic you bring into the world. And so as I was working this week on a, uh, a personal branding, magic coaching client blueprint, I was blown away by realizing the magic in us is the magic in us wherever we go. I just, I have to say that again, the magic in us is the magic in us wherever we go. And it, it, it's not determined on how much people are paying. It's not determined on how many people are liking, commenting, sharing, saving, <laughs> Instagram analytics. It's not valued on it's not valued on the reaction of others. It's valued on literally by us living in it, us acknowledging it and being authentic with it. And yes, there's stuff that gets in the way, right? There's like insecurities. There's maybe some 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 things that take us out of authenticity. I notice as I'm coaching volleyball, insecurities 
in the girls like that I'm coaching, insecurities are the number one thing that takes them out of authenticity. Not feeling confident, having shame, having um, thinking that we're less than others or anything like that. There are things that take us out of authenticity. Those are the things that we want to do the shadow work with and maybe eliminate from our perspective because the world is, our world is better when we're living in our inspired nature and our world around us, our world, our internal world is better and our world around us is better. And it just makes for a better time. And so the conversation isn't what was I born to do? What was I, you know, what was, what career was I born to do? What, um, what job should I have? What's my, it's like, show up fully where you are. Yes. Take those times to do the 30 foot thousand view, right? Like 30,000 foot view where you're overlooking your life. You're overlooking like your circumstances and you're feeling into what you want to do, but it's not about the career. The fulfillment doesn't come from the career. It doesn't come from the accolades. It doesn't come from the claps, the shares, the likes, the, the Instagram analytics, the Facebook analytics, the whatever analytics, the emails from parents saying you're doing such a great job as their coach or your husband's love notes to you. That's not where it comes from. The lit upness, this is like the hardest thing to realize, but once we realize it, the world unlocks for us is that our magic, it starts inside us and recognizing it as an inside job, whatever validation we're looking for in the outside world, that is an inside job. And so I just wanted to share that because I am, I'm inspired by it and it's been so helpful to me, especially as I've been working into this, you know, t personal branding and creating this magic blueprint for, pe for people who are feeling connected to that version of themselves and want to share it in a bigger way. That's been something that's come up a lot for me. So anyway, appreciate you being here with me. Take a sip of your hot drink. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. And, um, as always, email me. If you have thoughts on the podcast or you have thoughts on this topic, I would love, love, love to hear from you. So I'll put my email in the show notes. You can just click that. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to the Bethany Shipley show. I hope you feel more inspired. I hope you feel more excited, more clear on what your magic is because you are made of magic. And so all you have to do to make the magic happen is put yourself out there. So get on out there and do your best. Now you hear. <laughs>「What are you still doing here? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I always thought that'd be so funny to put like an ad at the very end after the outro. So here we go. We're doing it. We're doing it, friends. Um, if you need a website done and you want it done well, take it from me. You need to call Arch Digital Solutions. I just hired them to have my husband's website built. I was so happy with their service that I literally asked them if I could promote them. <laughs> so... Uh, they did elishipley.com. We had like a one and a half hour conversation over Zoom and they built his entire website off of that plus a little like questionnaire. They also built him a Google profile, which 
has gotten him business already. And they just did this a few weeks ago. Um, they also specialize in search engine optimization and they do Facebook ads if that's something that you're looking for. But I would say start with the website. If your website needs a refresh, this might just be the perfect opportunity. Reach out to them, have a conversation. I'm going to put their link in the show notes and yeah, let me know how it goes. Let me know that I sent you. Okay. For real now. Bye.